Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 127 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. It may be 112 degrees in the shade for some of us here in Texas, and it's hard to even imagine that hunting season is right around the corner, but things that a responsible firearm owner and a responsible hunter should be doing is practicing their shooting skills and spending some time at the range. There are proper techniques that every rifle and pistol shooter should follow every single time a round is squeezed off at a target. There are five fundamentals, and these include aiming, breath control, hold control, trigger control, and follow through. How we set up our fundamentals is based on what we call our platform. We want to make sure that our platform is comfortable, that we are balanced, and we are in alignment with our target. Once you have a stable and comfortable platform, next is when we put our fundamentals into practice. So the first fundamental is aiming. Aiming is achieved when proper sight alignment and sight picture all come together. To obtain a proper sight alignment, the front sight or post of your pistol or rifle is centered and positioned inside the rear sight. The top of the post should be even with the top of the rear sight. You will notice that the front sight does not completely fill in the rear sight. This is why the front sight must be centered in the rear sight so there is equal space on either side of the front post. The easiest way to remember where the front sight goes into the rear sight is a saying called equal light and equal height equal light on either side of the post and equal height across the top. Using proper sight alignment is critical to hitting what you're actually aiming at. Without proper sight alignment, your shots will definitely be off target. 
after you acquire the proper site alignment, you must next acquire a proper site picture. To acquire the proper site picture, you must know what to focus on. Since your eyes can only focus on one thing at a time, you should always focus on the front sight. The shooter should always keep both eyes open. This reduces eye strain and allows the shooter to maintain depth perception. That means everything else in your sight picture will be slightly out of focus and fuzzy. You should still be able to make out what you're shooting at. By correcting your sight alignment and sight picture, you can place your bullet where you want it to go. It is very rewarding when you see anybody that you're trying to teach all about aiming start to self-analyze and then self-correct. When you can recognize why your bullet did not hit where you wanted it to, then identify what you did wrong, you are on your way to becoming a much better and more proficient shooter. Just remember that sight alignment is much more critical than sight picture. Once you have your target and you are aiming through your front sight and your rear sight, it's more important that you have your equal height and equal light for your sight alignment in the proper relationship to your target than it is for your sight picture. So sight alignment, again, is more critical than sight picture. If your front sight is not properly lined up with your rear sight, then your shot is going to reflect that. Whatever you're doing at your pistol is going to reflect much bigger at your target. If your sights are ever so slightly misaligned, then what's going to happen is at your target, your shot is definitely going to be reflective of how you're holding your pistol and how you had your sights aligned. So again, make sure that your sights are perfectly aligned as best you can to ensure proper shot placement at the target. The next fundamental is breath control. Because we are all living beings, it is impossible to eliminate all movement. Because we have a heartbeat, we are always in motion. Your breathing can move your firearm just slightly enough to throw off your shot. A good practice to show how you unconsciously move is to extend both arms, palms together, straight out ahead of you as if you were holding a pistol. Then breathe like normal. Do everything you can to try to minimize the movement of your arms and your hands rising up and down with every breath you take. It's impossible to eliminate completely the movement. So what we're trying to achieve is to slow it down and minimize the amount of movement that we have when we're holding a firearm on the range. What you'll discover is that your hands move regardless if you're breathing or not. It also will show you the longer you hold your breath, your movement will increase because of muscle tremors and fatigue. Holding your breath too long can cause more movement and it could also make you a little bit lightheaded. So we definitely don't want to do that when we're holding a firearm. To maintain breath control, take a deep breath and exhale. Some shooters exhale approximately half of their breath, then hold it, then take their shot. Others prefer to exhale completely to their natural pause, then take their shot before taking another breath. Either method works as long as you remember to take a pause somewhere in your breathing when you're ready to take your shot. 
Once you fire, and while following the other four fundamentals, take another breath, repeat whichever breathing method works best for you, and then shoot again. Sometimes a new shooter takes too long to shoot after holding their breath. This is when the muscles begin to tremor. I tell people to take your finger off the trigger, relax, reset, and start over beginning with the aiming. This is where you must be very attentive if you're working with a new shooter. If you let them wait too long before shooting, they will never master these fundamentals. The next fundamental is called hold control. Hold control allows the shooter to maintain proper sight alignment and sight picture while firing the shot. A proper grip is critical to hold control. When shooting a pistol, the strong or shooting hand needs to be placed high upon the backstrap of a pistol, but not high enough to interfere with the slide. Revolvers also need to be held high on the backstrap, but not high enough to interfere with the hammer when it's cocked. The fingers on the strong hand need to wrap around the grip towards the front strap. The support hand should cup the bottom of the grip. When using a revolver, the thumb of the support hand should rest on the thumbnail of the strong hand. When using a pistol, the thumb of the support hand should lay alongside and beneath the thumb of the strong hand parallel to the barrel. What we're trying to do is to minimize our arc of movement. Arc of movement means the unavoidable motion of a pistol held in a shooting position too long. What we want to do, because we can't, again, eliminate movement, is practice decreasing that arc of movement. If you've ever been to a range and had your sights lined up at a target, and you've got your aiming down, you've got your sight alignment, sight picture, you've got your breathing working out, and now you're holding... If your pistol is starting to make figure eights as you go side by side across your target, that refers to the arc of movement. At that point, if you see that arc of movement happening, take a breath, pause, reset, and start the fundamental process all over again. The next fundamental is called trigger control. Trigger control is the method of moving the trigger until the firing pin of the firearm is activated and strikes the cartridge's primer. This needs to be done while maintaining proper aiming, breathing, and hold control. The idea is to engage the trigger with as minimal movement as possible. The shooting finger or trigger finger is usually the index finger on the strong hand and should be placed inside of the trigger guard. The trigger should rest between the first joint and the fingertip of the index finger. Oftentimes, when referring to trigger control, when you're dealing with rifles and pistols, a lot of times people will say to squeeze the trigger. To a lot of people, when they hear the word squeeze, they think of making a fist as if you're squeezing a stress ball. What I like to say to new shooters is instead of squeezing the trigger, I like to tell them to press the trigger. So a press is a slow rearward motion towards your body in a straight line. So by slowly pressing the trigger, you're applying continuous steady pressure until the gun discharges. I've also heard several people say 
that when the trigger is squeezed and the firearm discharges, it should surprise you. I don't know about y'all, but when it comes to firearms, I don't like any surprises. I do not ever want to be surprised by a firearm, and I don't want anyone that I'm trying to teach about firearms to be surprised either. You should know your firearm well enough that you should know the break point of your trigger when your gun is going to discharge. This is accomplished through practice, practice, and even more practice. When you don't get enough practice at the range, you go home and you continue to practice through dry firing, making sure that you have zero ammunition anywhere nearby. Practice dry firing so you know your firearm well enough to know when you are pressing that trigger, know when the firing pin is going to drop and the gun is going to discharge. After the firearm discharges, the shooter needs to slowly release the trigger so that it resets. Again, you should know your firearm well enough to know that after your gun discharges, as you slowly release that trigger, you know when the gun is going to reset by the way it feels and sometimes by the way it sounds. You might be able to hear an audible click when the trigger does its final reset. The last step in your shooting fundamentals is follow through. Follow-through is the continuation of the basic rifle and pistol fundamentals after the shot is fired. If you are practicing your marksmanship on the range, an easy way to think about this is you are thinking about what you just did. You are not thinking about your next shot. Too many times when we're practicing on the range, especially with pistols, We are working to see how fast we can shoot and how tight of a grouping we can get in a very limited time. When you're working on your marksmanship and working on your tight grouping, this is a different mindset. And now we're thinking about what we just did. Did we aim? Did we breathe? Were we holding? Were we working on our trigger control? So in the follow through step, when you're working on the range, you are reflecting on all the different fundamentals that you just did as they came together for your shot. You are not thinking ahead to your next shot just yet. So again, follow through is that continuation of all of your fundamentals after you take that shot. This is one of the hardest concepts because it is the combination of all five fundamentals at the same time. Each fundamental is added to the previous. If you properly follow through on your shot, you must continue aiming while maintaining your breathing, holding, and trigger control. This allows the projectile to exit the barrel before you begin to move your firearm. Too many times after we take that shot, we want to quickly pop up our head to see where we hit the paper. Sometimes you can actually see the gun start to move before you squeeze the trigger. So get in the habit of focusing on finishing your fundamentals, especially with your follow through. What I like to practice is every time I take a shot, I hold for two seconds. I mentally count one 1,000, two 1,000 before I even begin to move, then I slowly let go of the trigger and back off my pressure until I feel the trigger reset of my firearm. I love training with revolvers, especially single action 22 revolvers. 
If you've never shot one, go find somebody that has one and ask if you can borrow it or if you can train with them. One of the reasons I love training with the single action 22 is because you can actually see each of the fundamentals as you're working through them. Imagine the last time you shot a semi-automatic pistol. The fastest you can pull the trigger is as fast as that gun is going off. You really aren't understanding your aiming, your breathing, your holding, your trigger control, and your follow through because your gun is discharging as quickly as you're asking it to. The single action 22 makes you pull back the hammer before every shot is fired. The only way that gun is going to discharge is if the hammer is pulled back before the trigger is squeezed. By having those extra steps, it really forces you to slow down. It has really improved my marksmanship and the marksmanship of everybody around me because I can't help but to share my excitement in training with the 22s. So step outside of your comfort zone a little bit if you are passionate about your semi-automatic pistols. Learn how to use a single action 22 because your marksmanship and your skill set is going to improve tenfold when you work your fundamentals by slowing down on the range. There is no therapy better than range therapy, surrounding yourself by your favorite people whom you love to hang out with while shooting on the range. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and making memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day.